0: The Spin-off Podcast Network.
1: Tallow for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz/donate.
0: You're listening to Business is Boring, a podcast that reckons it's anything but. Business is Boring is brought to you by Sparklab, offering inspiration and practical advice to help businesses find their edge. To hear more about Sparklab, including details about the latest events, workshops, and business tools, visit sparklab.co.nz. And now, here's your host, Simon Pound.
1: You're listening to Business is Boring, a podcast that reckons it's anything but. Business is Boring is made by the spin-off with help from Callaghan Innovation, New Zealand's innovation agency. Here's your host, Simon Bounds.
2: You might have heard of menstrual cups, the egg-shaped devices that replace the sanitary pads and tampons that, while they've been the norm, are expensive, environmentally destructive, and in some cases have been made with toxic materials. The menstrual cup is a genius idea, reusable, holding three times the volume of a tampon, and they're becoming a symbol of a new way of openly speaking about some of the most common things to happen to adult humans in the world. Periods. It isn't always easy for people to talk about this, and we have a lot of cultural growing up to do. One company using humour, engaging branding, storytelling, and fun education to spread the message and sell these products is the Hello Cup. It came about from a late-in-period-life convert to the Cups, who came from journalism, who got an old friend and registered nurse on board, and designed a New Zealand-made product and started to change attitudes and awareness. To talk that journey, the benefits, and sharing the word, Robin McLean, co-founder, joins us now. Kelda, good morning. Good morning. Hey, tell me about your background and uh, how you—you've got an interesting kind of meeting your co-founder story.
1: I do. Well, actually, we have been. My co-founder is Mary Bond, and she has been my best friend since we first met at school when we were eleven years old, um, and we. We talked about, you know, as as we went through school and we, we um, you know, thought to our future, we, we always thought it would be fun to go into business together as probably all best friends think that that would be a good idea. Um, but we left school and went on different paths and I uh, went into, as you said, journalism and Mary became a nurse. And um, we went on, had children and... Never thought that the business would ever eventuate, really. And
2: we're living in different parts of the island,
1: is that right? We are, yeah. So um, she's in Wellington, I'm in Hawke's Bay. I, I have, I, I, did live in Wellington for a long time, but um, I've been in Hawke's Bay for nearly 10 years now. So, uh, yeah, again, another challenge to starting a business together. But when, um, when the idea for Hello Cup came up, It was a no-brainer that it was something that we could do together.
2: How did you come across the idea?
1: So I had read a few years ago about menstrual cups. that It intrigued me, but I didn't know anyone who was using a menstrual cup. I I thought on principle they sounded great. They also sounded weird and potentially a little bit mucky um but i have really heavy periods and uh the fact that they could make my periods easier in terms of capacity and also um that they were so environmentally friendly really appealed um but like most people in this world i wanted a friend to tell me that it would be alright and that it wouldn't be a complete disaster so um i couldn't find that friend uh and uh, so one day i just thought i'm going to take matters into my own hands and walked into a chemist and I had no idea that the chemist that I walked into was probably the only one in Hawke's Bay that sold menstrual cups because the pharmacist Liz Dixon was actually a menstrual cup user herself. So it felt like fate um, and I bought one and tried it and instantly it changed my life and and that sounds so cliched and um, weird but it really did and I Um, As best friends do, I picked up the phone and I shared too much information about my experience with Mary and I said, we need to do a New Zealand-made menstrual cup because I really like this cup, but there's things I don't like about it and I hate their messaging and I hate um, their branding.
2: How was it that, because um, I, I saw on your site that they'd been around since uh, 1937 or something. Yeah, yeah, How was it that they, they have only just been kind of, and your company yep. is definitely part of this, yep. only just been coming to the fore?
1: Well, we've got social the power of social media essentially to thank for um, allowing small businesses and small brands to get a foothold in the market because up until relatively recently, no one, unless you had a um, huge um, financial backing could afford to advertise in traditional media such as newspapers or television uh, so for us it it meant that we could do a startup business and and trial it um, and I think yeah the fact that menstrual cups have been around for so long really frustrated me because if I had had a menstrual cup at school, it would have made my school life so much more, um, bearable. And, uh, but essentially. Why is that? Sorry. Um, because they hold, they hold more than tampons. So, um, I still feel the sort of nervousness, the the memory of the nervousness of of putting a tampon up my sleeve to discreetly go to the toilet because periods weren't talked about, so you didn't want anyone to know you had your period, so you had to find a way of getting it out of your bag, up your sleeve, and into the bathroom. And then you had to quietly kind of unwrap the wrapper so it wouldn't make a rustling sound. I mean, it's so crazy to think about. You know, why has there been this shame and stigma around having a period when... You know, half the world experiences periods at some point in their life. Um, so yes, so so back to why um, why they haven't been mainstream. It's because um, when menstrual cups were invented in the 1930s, it's around the time that um, the two main brands who still exist um, also came into being with reusable tampons and pads. And so they had a monopoly on the market. And um, why would they introduce something that um, users only had to buy every few years? Mm. You know They've got a product. They're making um, a lot of money every month from half the, half the population. Well, not, you know. Mm. So, um,
2: and and it, the money is remarkable. Like the amount that can be saved by going to a reusable uh, item... Rather than the um, you know highly taxed yep. and you know often out of reach expensive uh, totally. sanitary pads and tampons,
1: the the um, the money is a huge bonus, and also the environmental aspect is I think for us an increasingly um, important aspect too. I mean, obviously they're both both great, but the waste that is produced um, is is mind blowing, and again. Because periods haven't been talked about much up until relatively recently, um, the the waste that they generate also hasn't been discussed. Uh, we started that reusable discussion um, kind of with nappies, and um, but you know it's really only in the last sort of 18 months or so that people are taking seriously that mm. the issue that comes with um, dealing with a period. So they were kind of
2: around a few years ago, mm. but. I don't know, had this kind of like earth kitchen yep. kind of yep. um, hippie a bit. What was the word you use? Scummy or scuzzy or something. <laughs> oh like, like do like
1: like, like like Don't like, defame me. No,
2: no, 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 no. But like a funny, a, you know, like they're in their head is thinking, yeah. oh, it's going to be a little bit of a, a, a hassle and, yeah. and, and I, stuff. It, it's, it's kind of, it's
1: it's not, it's not also, yeah, that, it's that um, sort of that unknown for so many people and, and maybe that almost extreme green movement where people – go I'm not comfortable yet I, I want to do I want to do good things for the planet but um, I'm not ready to make a massive leap it's small changes and I think menstrual cuts are one of those things that f- for people um, in their mind seemed like a really 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 big change and it wasn't helped by a lot of the marketing that was around the existing brands that would um, you know heavily rely on kind of um, where you are in your cycle and the relationship to the moon and um, I think that sort of puts a lot of people off not everybody but some people just like I don't have time to think about where the moon is and how it relates to my cycle and I don't have time to um, think about how good menstrual blood is for my vegetable garden which one of the one of the um, companies? You know, sort of recommend save, You know, keeping a bucket beside your toilet and saving your menstrual blood and putting it on your vegetable garden. It's just a step too far for some people. Yeah. Um, I mean, go,
2: go for it, but
1: totally, <laughs> totally go for it if you're into it. But um, <laughs> for a lot of people, um, that would stop them yeah. from even trying one in the first place.
2: And the way that you have approached that problem by, I mean, if anyone hasn't um, come across your product on social media or uh, on the website, uh, super friendly, colourful, um, you, you know, uh, approachable pastel colours, really nice kind of like um, chatty branding, uh, nice little features that kind of like, um, uh, I guess, kind of demystify and also de-intensify kind of the process. Yeah. Because there's quite a lot to kind of... Um, Quite a lot to take on because you've got to be, you know, telling a very clear story about something that there has been this weird cultural squeamishness about mm. talking about vaginas, about talking about periods, mm. about talking about the mechanics of it. Yeah. How have you found that and how have you um, um, been able to well, kind of work against it?
1: Well, that's I I, I think what we wanted to do was, was make uh, the Hello Cup really approachable. And that started with our name, which, again, wasn't to do with anything to do with Luna or um, – um something that wasn't um you know friendly so traditionally again per- periods people go oh i've got my period and um it's has been sort of seen as a really negative thing well we wanted to turn around that that thought process and um periods can be really difficult and challenging for many people but uh, they come every month and so hello was a way of saying, you know, hi, welcome back. You know, (laughs) it's four weeks and here we go again. Um, And uh, we have a full stop in our logo. It's hello with a full stop after it, which um, for Netflix um, (laughs) (laughs) lovers and people who are down with American culture, you know, also means period in some parts of the world. So it was hello period. Um, And uh, we, again, the language was really important to us to just keep it um, chatty and friendly, and for us to be a really approachable company. Um, having Mary on board as a nurse has been fantastic because if if we have a customer who um, has has had um, complications and they want to talk to someone who has a medical bra- background, they can talk to Mary. And um, and then of course my background as a journalist, I, I just wanted to keep the language understandable, fun, and especially that that younger um The younger market is really important to us because if we can capture them uh, at the start of their period journey and, and encourage them to use reusable period products they they are they are saving so much from going into landfill and also they are they are um going to be a lot more comfortable and knowledgeable about their bodies
2: yeah t- tell us for anyone that doesn 't know how it works, how do they work
1: so um uh, Hello Cups are made from a medical grade TPE, which is um, short for thermoplastic elastomer. Um, it's the material that you get in IV lines and catheters, so it's fully stable and completely safe to put inside your body. They are, as you said in the intro, they're sort of an egg shape, um, which the, a rookie mistake for people who haven't read further than, um, you know, like having having a look at their, their shape, um, you do not insert them. As they are, you fold them, so uh, they're folded to um, to a size that's really very similar to a tampon. Um, so they're not difficult to insert. They um, they don't dry the user out like a tampon does. It can, you know it takes every everything and can disrupt the the balance of um, the vagina. So, uh, essentially, I, I think they're easier to get in and out than than a tampon. They open up inside the body and they collect blood. They do not absorb it. So again, a difference between a cup and a tampon. Um, and they tend to hold three times more than the equivalent tampon that that user would be wearing. So they can be worn for 12 hours. So back to school girls, uh, if, a, if a girl has a, um, just an average period, she can put it in, in the morning, a cup in, in the morning and not have to worry about it at school which is really so fantastic for for them. If you love the spin-off, the best way to show it is to become part of the spin-off members.
2: This is the fund that helps us keep free and accessible to all without a paywall. It also funds some of our most important and acclaimed journalism. Check it out through the spin-off. And I imagine, like, uh, like anything like putting contact lenses in or putting contact yeah. lenses out, you get into your own kind of rhythm of how you pop in and out and totally. deal with the totally. uh, results. Uh,
1: some people get it straight away. Some people it takes um, three months or more to to really nail um, what works best for them in terms of angle and um, fold. And um, but once you've nailed that, you just you can whip in in and out like a boss. That's what I say.
2: and that thing about like you know the the language and talking really directly about all of that which um you know it's so wild that you know up until so recently uh you know it's only in the last year or two that even using the color red on a sanitary product and that was seen as being like revolutionary, yeah. like w- walking into the way that people have this ki- these kind of um, difficulties speaking about it, you've hit that in a really interesting way with your switcher on the yeah. website. Yeah. T- tell me about that and, and also why that kind of came about.
1: Well, that was one of the first things, it was the first thing that jarred between Mary and I, and it wasn't an argument at all because we still are firm best friends and we have an amazing relationship. Um, two years into the business. Um, but being from a medical background, she was all about the vagina. And I don't know why, but for some reason, I just had never, ever called my vagina a vagina. I had always referred to it as JJ or fufu, or, and I just, I had always cutified it. And, you know, some people may say that's stupid, but it was just, I think maybe I am a words person and I always look for an alternative word. Um and so when we started writing the copy well when I started writing the copy for the website I was like oh my god I can't even type it um, and so I said look how about we develop a switcheroo machine which is what we call it which is really not it's not a machine at all but basically you go onto a website you type in your preferred term and um, that, that changes the text in the website to, to the name that that you like.
2: So all the instances across the website yeah. that had said vagina will be put in with anything you yeah, populate. Yeah, so if
1: you change it to fufu, Foo Foo, it will say, this is how you insert your Hello Cup into your fufu. Foo Foo. Um, and, and I think it also gave people a bit of a giggle. Mm. And and we don't need to take um, life too seriously in my book. And um, so we, we've had an amazing response to that because um, I think – Friends could get together and have a you know have a play around and go oh let's see what this comes out with and um, because yeah some words work in quite an amusing way, um. <laughs> and that,
2: that's so interesting that your your uh, co-founder who's a registered nurse another thing that's really interesting who wanted to be kind of direct and almost a bit you know medical uh, in, in the the terminology there but she had quite an interesting reaction when you first told the concept to her eh? a yeah. what was that.
1: Um, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Was, well, I think were her words. Um, but it, it took her probably two minutes to go, actually, that's an amazing idea. She also had terrible periods. She's a mother of three daughters. So um, she is going to save a lot of money thanks to her company in the future. Um, and I think, you know, it, it's it's actually, it's a no-brainer. When you get your head around it, and she very quickly came round to th- to going actually yes, um, and and that's what was so awesome was finally after years and years of friendship and going oh we should do this together and we we should do that together, mm. um we had a business concept that worked to both of our skills so her medical bra- background and my um, um journalism background allowed us to be able to tell a story that was um. Informative, but also
2: fun. And tell me about how you personally, like, um, have taken up that role because it requires so much education and being a person to kind of like start the conversation with yep. people and stuff. Had you kind of expected that this would be, um, you know, the the career path and the the entrepreneurship that you'd be having to do, like, um, build out the knowledge?
1: Yeah, I had no, I, and I don't think either of us really knew what lay ahead we literally just started the business we we felt that it was a good idea we came up with the name we came up with our taglines bloody brilliant and no strings attached and they sort of (laughs) formed the foundations for us in terms of how we would approach it we didn't have a business plan um and we just we're kind of we're both like oh let's just do it let's not fuck around let's um Let's, um, you know, I've seen people who have an idea and then they spend the next year researching and doing spreadsheets and working out where they want to go. And, um, yeah, we, we've kind of been the, the, the anti-business, we've taken an anti-business approach, really. Um, and in our first year, we decided we just wanted to get out there, talk about what we were doing and and see where our market was.
2: How did you go about actually making in New Zealand this medical-grade plastic product. Um,
1: is that is an that
2: easy or a hard thing to get
1: going? Um, we had a great connection, so we sort of were lucky in that we, we knew of a factory in Napier that could had the um, ability to make them for us, and we went to see the head of the factory, and he had no idea what we were coming in to talk about, and we said, hey, we we want to make menstrual cups then can you make the moulds and and he was like sure really good idea didn't bat an eyelid it was amazing and they've been fantastic ever since and so the material we import from overseas because it needs to be um, the, the best material it can be and it come, arrives in granular form and then we make it here on site in Napier
2: and how's the company going like are you um are you mainly selling direct through the website or through stockists or what's um, the it's growth? Yeah,
1: it, the growth is is amazing it is um we thought we would sell our our aim when we started um ne- nearly two years ago was to sell five cups a week online and i would continue doing sort of part-time writing and mary would stick with her nursing job and it would be a kind of a, a nice hobby on the side business. Uh, within about a week of launching, we sort of both gave up our job, other jobs, and realized that we needed to pull our socks up and and, and become businesswomen <laughs> and um, fun business very cool business <laughs> um, And so from there, we, we've thought, oh, well, we'll fo- focus on New Zealand, which we did, and but then we noticed we were getting international sales, um, and we were getting a lot of retail requests. We, we we assumed at the start that people wouldn't want to go into a store and buy menstrual cuts. We felt that it was probably more, maybe like, um, uh, uh, sex products and dildos that people would prefer to be more discreet about their purchase of a menstrual cup. But thankfully, that is. Not the case, and I think again, because there is a worldwide movement towards um, opening up the conversation about periods wh- whether it's whether it's tax or um, or the environmental issues, that conversation has just become mainstream and it is it is a, has been amazing to watch because um, you know I was looking at um, a national paper the other day going shit, you know periods are um, on page three, that, that just would not have happened five years ago. Um, so, in terms of our journey, we have identified that um, the New Zealand, Australian, and American market are really um, important to us, and we started getting approaches from retailers completely unsolicited. And it was at that point, um, so up until relatively recent, it was still just Mary and I running the business, and um, We got an approach from Urban Outfitters in the US, wanting to stock our cups, and then we were like, "Actually, how do they even know about us?" So so that's um, it. Gave us a a sort of insight that we were on the right track, and now we've just um, signed up with American Eagle, um, with Anthropology. So those big chains in the US are identifying that um, wellness is a really huge market.
2: They, they look fantastic as well. And I imagine you've got like an, an amazing advocacy. So, if people, you know, you tried it and then you started a company, there yeah. must be so many people who try them, go, wow, this is, uh, you know, cheaper, better, more convenient, all of those factors. And then go, oh, look at this beautiful packaging. Yeah. I could gift this. I can tap right. this to people. And that,
1: and that, again, was one of the things that was really important to us from the start that we didn't want our packaging to scream menstrual carp. Um, although now I feel like, it could say menstrual cup a little bit more on the packaging. But initially we were like, we want it to be relatively discreet and we wanted it to be really cute. So um, if someone sees our box, it's quite plain on the outside, but on the inside we have a beautiful um, bespoke uh, pattern which our designer hand um, drew for us. And it's, it's more about, you know, so the, the beauty is on the inside, which, you know, obviously relates to how we feel about um, periods. And, um, yeah, the the design, we designed the cups ourselves. So most other cup companies have a very similar design. It's kind of like, oh, well, this this is a menstrual cup. I'm just going to design one and it's going to look like that menstrual cup. Um, but we thought about, we tried all the menstrual cups on the market that we could get our vaginas on and... Um, we decided we needed one that was really smooth and didn't have a main pressure point, and um, and looked cute, mm. you know. So, so we could um, talk about them and show them to people, and and people wouldn't be ashamed to have them out on their um, sink in their bathroom. And, and and how does it
2: how does it feel for you and Mary now to kind of like have this thing that was. In the shadows and kind of you know barely available at uh, at, at pharmacies uh, you, you know it wasn't even in your mind that it was definitely in a pharmacy mm-hmm. to now being sitting on the shelves of some of the greatest retailers in america oh it's weird <laughs> 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 it's,
1: um, I, we still have these um, conversations every i don't know every few weeks where we have a bit of a giggle and um, I, I don't know we still don't even feel like grown ups. <laughs> Let alone business owners. I mean, we we like to have a laugh and we like to have fun. And we t- obviously we take Hello Cup extremely seriously, but yeah, those moments like, oh my god, our cups are stocked by these retailers that we absolutely love. It's it's sort of pinch me stuff, um, and we're so proud and we're so um, we we believe in our products so much and we're so passionate about it. I mean, God, I, can, I, can, I could talk to you for hours and bore you to tears, but I just think they're the best things ever. <laughs>
2: Did people tell you that it was going to be too hard or couldn't be done or or any of those things as you got going?
1: Um, people said yuck. That was the main initial reaction that we got, you know, ooh, yuck. Um, was, was that also
2: Mary's? I read in a thing somewhere that that was Mary's first thought. Uh, which I thought was absolutely wild seeing at the time she was working as a nurse in palliative care. Oh, th- and you'd think that, like, wow, y- yuck must be a high bar.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's yuck because people assume that because it's collecting blood, that at some point you're going to get blood all over your hands. and um, But it's not. It's a technique. You, you, you're pulling it out upright and it's just tipping out. Into the loo like you're tipping a glass of water down the sink. It's it's no different to that. So yeah, that um, I can't remember Mary saying yuck, but um, <laughs> she uh, she's the best nurse in the world, so she's not um, put off off by um, off by things like that. So
2: but, but yeah, so <laughs> wild that there's that cultural hill to climb around it. Um, yeah, and and I, I love seeing on the website you've got the. Um, the hand sanitizer product, which yep. um, is that kind of a direct way to address people's kind of concerns, or
1: um, it's just it's really something that people, some people want. So, so you know, everyone's different in the way they um, feel that they need to clean their hands and cups, and it was just more for the the Hello Go is um, in partnership with uh, another New Zealand company called Zuno, and they. Um, have come up with this amazing safe formula that it protects your hands and your cup for 24 hours. So you can you can spray HelloGo onto your cup and you can then um, or hands and you could subsequently wash your hands and they would still be protected from um, germs. So for me, I travelled in India earlier in the year and I'd used HelloGo and I it was my first time in India. I was convinced I was going to get sick, and of course I had my period and um, I was 100% fine, didn't get an ounce of sickness. And so so having a product like that is more for that, um, if you're out and about or if you're backpacking somewhere and you don't have a um, supply of um, water that is safe, yeah. you, you've got this other alternative.
2: And, of course, because it's not coming in plastic that you're pulling off and throwing in that exactly. lasts for millions of years exactly. and ruins the world. yeah. <laughs> um and what 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 advice would you have for people who, you know, come across an idea that they think is actually life changing yep. and, and um and want to change course and, and start something like this? Oh,
1: just do it. I mean, that is the beauty of the world we live in now is that you can start a business for um for next to nothing. I mean we we put in um five thousand dollars each at the start of our business and we've we've since poured a lot more money into it as as we've grown. But um you know, you can, if you've got a good idea, you can set up a website yourself, you can do photographs yourself on your iPhone that look like they're professional shots, um, and, and try the market. And there's so many cool um, Kiwis out there doing, you know, whether it's um, homemade deodorant or just things that are, are, are better for us and better for our bodies, and you um, yeah, it's nothing to be scared of. And I also don't think you need um, a huge amount of business now. I mean, we're now at the stage where we are seeking um, sort of mentorship and guidance. But um, up until this point, we have gone completely on our gut instinct. And uh, that's what's worked for us. We, um, we didn't want to get bogged down in... Um, advice or um, what our zero account looked like. We just, just got on and did it.
2: And having already kind of like like landed in the culture, what will be what will be success for you? What will be success for the Hello Cup? Um,
1: I think success for us is we get it every day when we get an email from someone that says you've changed my life. And so I feel like we we have success already because those emails make us so feel so um, humble, and um, they they absolutely touch us. We read everyone, and um, and we appreciate them. And I appreciate that it takes someone time out of their day to write that. And uh, success isn't driven by money for us. Success. It is driven by um, getting our cups into as many stores and mines as and it, possible around the world. I mean, I'd be lying if I said that, I mean, our goal is to have Hello Cup as the biggest and best known menstrual cup brand in the world because we think it's the best. So, And we believe in it so much and we believe in the power that it has to make periods easier.
2: That's so magic. Thank you so much for sharing that fantastic story today. (laughs) Uh, Everyone go and check out uh, the Hello Cup. You can find them online. Uh, Thank you, Robin McLean, co-founder, for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much. It was fun.
2: Thank you so much to Alice Webberdell for producing, and thank you very much for having us along and listening. If you have enjoyed today, uh, please do do us a favour and give us a uh, review on iTunes. Uh, and if you do have someone you'd like to hear from on this pod, hit me up on Twitter, at Simon pound with your suggestions. Thanks so much.
0: You've been listening to Business is Boring,
1: presented by Simon Pound. And brought to you by The Spin-Off and Callahan Innovation.
0: from the spin-off podcast network that was business is boring brought to you by SparkLab. Make sure you're following Business is Boring wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information on SparkLab, visit sparklab.co.nz. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometers of cycle paths across Tamaki Makaurau, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. The Spinoff Podcast Network.